Kips knows words. Oh, where's the bass? Outside of Mono. What do you call it here, Jay? Mono. Mono? Is it Mono? We're just in Mono. In the hills. We've taken a big machine and trucked our boys up through these hills. We've done treacherous journeys with my bus driver, Paul Van Dyke, my bartender. He's getting more credits by the second. Oh, yeah. And well, now we're here at the home of Jay and Aaron Kipps, the Kipsy Saloon in beautiful Mono. Welcome in. Uh, Hot crowd, hot crowd. Yeah! The only way to get this thing started is to play the theme song, boys. You know how it goes? history the nocturnal emissions to my very left we have the savior of the nocturnal emissions steve the reluctant german let's hear it from everybody next to steve we have my cousin we have the he's the band leader of the nocturnal emissions the handsome and wonderful michael blow is here right next to him one of my oldest and dearest friends even though i've never said a kind word about him he's the rooster he is the old ham phone. <laughs> Dave Charters is here. Let's hear it for him. Yay! And our guest tonight, of our great pleasure, is three members from the band Locomono. Yeah. We got Jay Kett. Yeah. We got Chad Bergwood. Yeah. <laughs> we have. And as always, we have my brother, bartender, and bus driver, Paul Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah. He's a, let's give him a hand. Yeah. 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 We made it, fellas! <laughs> and I am your host, two-time presence of the award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Yeah. Let's get a show on the road. Right, what a start, what a start. It really felt good, right? Start started, I know, still feels good. Great tour, a, a great tour started off, uh, it started off yesterday at the Dutch Hall in, in Pine Grove, Ontario. We had what was called a whiskey contest, and that's a, that was the way we started our our, uh, our tour off, which is a dumb thing to do, because uh, this morning was pretty terrible. It felt awful this morning, right, Michael? You were in the contest. My teeth were made of wool. <laughs> it was not pleasant. 
it's still there's still a bit of a lingering hangover underneath. We've tried everything. I've tried hair of the dog. I've got we've got a great listener, Manny Fajo, brought us some tequila. Yes, trying to kill thank you, man. Yeah. 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 We had another listener, Carl Halstead, who dropped off a case of beer for the oh, boys for the tour. Nice. We thank him for that. It's delicious. Yeah. It's We've put it to good right use. Now. Yes. And today, I got to tell you, one of the greatest surprises of all, more? brought to yeah by our sponsors from Clean Flow, they sent us a box. They sponsor Van Dyke Party Services. You might know, if you don't know Van Dyke Party Services, if you have a party, if you ever go to, say, let's say a child's birthday party, you know, you think it's going to be fun? It's not fun. It's just a whole bunch of crap, right? We invite <laughs> somewhere between five and 29 Van Dykes to your party, mm-hmm. right, which is Van Dyke Party Services. We, I have 29 cousins. There'll be any combination of between 5 and 29 of us. They'll show up at your party. Girls and guys. Right. What do you want? That birthday party's going to be the best party you've ever had. Guaranteed. All it's going to cost you is $100 of cold hard cash. And all the expenses, which are going to be great. i got to tell you that right off the hop. Mm-hmm. But if you're not 100% satisfied, we will return your $100. But those expenses mm-hmm. are already run through our bodies. And perhaps even yours. Don't live your life in regret. Van Dyke Party Services. So that's our Van Dyke Party Services sponsored by CleanFlow. Today at Jacob's house, at the, uh, there was a package delivered, not by a courier, but by a real life human being, just a guy just bringing a box of stuff for us. Woo! Right? Just some dude. Just some, some dude. dude. Right? He shows up. We come here. Ding dong. It's waiting for us when we arrive. It is Van Dyke Party Services staff jackets. We're the real deal. A whole box of them. This is a real thing. Now all we need is somebody to hire us. You know, the first person that hires us is going to have a great time. Reach out to me at live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com if you want to hire Van Dyke Party Services. We'll be happy. All occasions. So I'd like to thank CleanFlow for that. That was a real treat. You know, what a great sponsor. Oh, delightful. What a surprise. Yeah, they're great sponsors. They're bright. So nice. You know, and uh, yeah, right. this trip, you know, it is a bit of a, it is a bit of a culture shock for us to come up here into uh, this area because we are from very flat ground, and when we get up these hills, it starts to make us panic a little bit. We don't know <laughs> panic a little. Yeah, yeah. Paul, I think, got a nosebleed on a couple of tops, a couple of those hills around here. He's not used to it. He's a lowlander. Oh, I'm a flatlander for yeah, sure. Definitely. We have cross country skiing, right? <laughs> That's all we have. It's very Paul, easy. Paul was also <laughs> driving a 42-foot floating house up those hills. <laughs> 42 feet. And we were doing nothing to help him. The best thing that could ever happen to me was not getting insured, right? Yeah. And then I don't have to do any of that. That seemed like hell, Paul. I got to really thank you for that. Thanks, Paul. Yes, thank great you. So before we, before we welcome our great guests that we have tonight, I thought it would be important to handle a segment of our show that we call Feedback. Uh, we got feedback. <laughs> We got feedback. Feedback! Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This week's feedback is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. Go to my life from the Dutch Hall website and click on the Amazon banner, and you can uh, uh, do all your Amazon shopping. Some of that money will come back and help the show. And I also like to reach out just quickly to Lakeside Vista, who helped sponsor this tour, and CleanFlow, who helped sponsor this tour. To make for making it great, you know, Lakeside Vista. If you want to book a great, uh, if you want to book any sort of event and even invite Van Dyke Party Services, you go to LakesideVista.ca. Check out the three three view one of the most beautiful properties in Southwestern Ontario. Because Lakeside Vista, where the views are beautiful and the memories are even better. That's Lakeside Vista. So thanks for everyone that sponsored our show to make this thing happen, and all the great listeners who helped uh, support us to really encourage us. Some people to send emails, some people to text, and some people that went on Facebook or Twitter and stuff like that and told us to have a good show. So I'd like to uh, say thanks to all the listeners who have done that. We did get uh, feedback uh, from one listener in particular who is a shareholder of our show and he's from this area. Shareholder X, he sent us in a, a message at Life of the Dutch Hall, Gmail.com. Yeah, I'd like to read it to you. Uh, he says, I see that you are going up, you are not going to be in Orangeville, but more precisely, uh, Mono Township, my home township. So I feel obligated to share a few tips so that you sound more like a local. I'm pretty sure you boys don't want to sound like those fancy folks that moved up from Rosedale to the rolling scenic rural hills. Number one, it's pronounced Mono, not Mono. And it's confusing. Farmers say Mono. 
Mona? Mona. Mona. They say if you're in Hockley Valley, the locals will refer to it as Huckley Valley. Is that correct, too? Hockley. Or is it more Hockley? Hockley. 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 Hey, it was mentioned in the Titanic. Really? Yeah. Hockley Valley was? Well, the the main villain in the movie Titanic is Callan Hockley. Oh, Hackley. Hackley. Because the director, James Cameron, is from this area. Oh, oh really? He's from this area. I he's from Niagara Falls. He's from here. Yeah. There you go, James Cameron. For those of you who didn't hear he's that on mic, he's from the area. James Cameron is from Shit Creek. Shit's Creek is from the Creek. This is a real famous area. You know, this was it. This, he went on to say, Cheryl Rex, he went on to say, this area was uh, founded as a strong Protestant area, so don't flaunt your Catholic beliefs, Charters. Oh. Is what he said. Charters is a staunch Catholic. I don't know if you know that about Charters. You might have to leave now. Well, the only thing we've done is by keeping him on tour here is he won't breed anymore. That's the only thing. That, you know, if we can keep him away from his wife. There you go. Thank you very much. Is that too much to ask? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also says, the rolling terrain in the area may throw you flatlanders off a bit, which it did, actually. Yes. He says, enjoy yourself in that beautiful part of the province. Regards, Shareholder X, one-time President's Club Award winner. Oh, one-time. 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 I was back-to-back. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Just like the Blue Jays. <laughs> we did get a lot. So you know what else we got? We have this thing we do. We have a listener that's been with us since the very beginning of the show. And uh, he's called the Haitian Dwarf, and he sends us feedback on iTunes. And uh, he actually sent a special one just for our tour. He sent it out just today. And uh, before we uh, read his feedback, we usually play his theme song. Now, we've asked our listeners to send us in theme song, uh, or send us in Haitian Dwarf lyrics. And so we have one listener who sent it in. Based on yesterday's whiskey show, already he sent us lyrics for the Haitian Dwarf theme song. So thank you to Carl Halstead again. So this one's for him. She will remain nameless. She wants to remain as anonymous as possible. The girl who was on our whiskey night show who had a little bit of a spill. Yes. I'd say. Out of her mouth. Yes. Yes. Onto someone's And I gotta tell shoes. you. Yes. There was like spaghetti hanging through her fingers. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you try to blunt your mouth when it comes out That's the side? That's what I said. Yes. Yeah, you got a big boosh? Yes, it was the only thing that saved my com- my contest. It's the only thing that saved it. Anyways, Haitian Dwarf, he gave us uh, five stars this week. Five stars, as always. He says... Oh, nice. He says, I bet the village people tour bus is just oozing with testosterone. Break a leg, is what he said. For those of you who don't know, uh, yes. We had a mustache growing contest two weeks ago is when we had that one. Uh, I thought we'd look cool with our mustaches. We'd look like a bunch of guys from the 70s, maybe like, uh, maybe like, I don't know, like... Uh, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, like Burt Reynolds. But like I was thinking of a band, you know, like yeah. really in their boss in the 70s. Everyone's got good dusters, you know, and they look all cool. That's what I was thinking. All we get yeah, is wine. CCR, exactly. Yeah, CCR or something like the, something cool, you know, like... You know, maybe the Beatles. Great, great Mercury was in there. Yeah, Mercury. All the great things. Mercury had a great dust day. But no, all we got was the village people. All we've got was comparisons to the village people. And uh, and I don't know if uh, we should be complimented. They're a great band. Had a great success. YMCA is a hit. Yeah, make it. They weddings. Yeah, they still play at weddings. They're still rolling with all those guys, right? If they're still alive, if they made it through the 80s, okay? <laughs> There's a certain pause in the show. I was a bit of a showstopper. So, that's it for feedback. We got feedback. Now it's my great pleasure to, inv- to bring up our guests for the show. Hailing from the high, lonesome hills of, the, of Headwaters. Local Mono is a collection of songwriters, singers, multi-instrumentalists who indulge in their interests in rock, blues, country, 60s pop, surf music, spaghetti westerns, and dancing. It is my great pleasure to invite to the show three of the members of Local Mono.
always. Thanks for being here. Thanks for coming. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks for having us. Good looking band. I'll give them that. Yes. It's natural. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jay, Chad, and Danon from Locomotive. Well, thanks very much all for coming in. Thanks for, thanks for being here, you guys. It's a real privilege to uh, host you here. Thanks for popping my cherry. <laughs> anytime. anytime. Was it as good for you as it was for us? Do you want to set up the song, Jay? Is there a story behind it, Chad, or anything like there that? There is a story behind it. Uh, the, uh, we're only going to do, are we doing the one or are we going to do more than one? You can, you so, so this one that we're going to do uh, came from, there's a little there's a little bar down the, not too far down the road in a town called Beaton. I don't know if any of you guys yeah. know Beaton. 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 Dick well, Hurts from Beaton. Beaton. He was a, yeah, on Richard, our show. Richard Hurts, actually. Oh, Richard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I was a good friend with him. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's also a, a funny place in Beaton called Beaton Meats, and and it's legit. It's actually a butcher. Very good meat. Uh, so, anyways, down the road from Beaton Meats uh, is Richard Hertz, and then there's also this bar called the Muddy Water, and the Muddy Water, I guess, originally was a home for traveling prostitutes oh. at one time. So, kind of like you guys, really. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I, I don't think they had a Winnebago, yeah. but hundred hundred bucks for twenty five of them apparently. So. <laughs> yeah. So so anyways, I uh, the, on on the um, uh, when I was younger, I'm not even that old, but when I was a little bit younger, I used to go there weekly, at least weekly, if not more than weekly, fairly regular, and I'd sit there the odd time and I'd watch all the girls go by and. The little sign there said home for wayward girls and then I was sitting feeling sorry for myself because I was a guy and they were passing me by uh, and then I wrote this song about prostitutes and it's called I need a home so
Really good. Fantastic. So you guys, we'll, we'll, we'll probably have you play one more. Uh, but before we do, I just wanted to know, you, there's three of you guys, but normally you guys are six-piece, right? Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, right. six-piece. How do you guys come to meet each other? Like, you uh, just... It seemed to be a very eclectic group. How did you find each other? Uh, that's a Jay's tale to tell, I think. <laughs> well, I found Dan first. Uh, we had another band that we were in. Uh, yeah. And uh, every year at Kipsy, we have a big New Year's bash. You know, oh, yeah. That grows every year. Woo! And uh, <laughs> one of the bashes, uh, Chad's wife is friends with my wife, and they teach together, and Chad came out. And, uh, that was a really good jam that night, and kind of clicked, and uh, we're into a lot of the same things. And, uh, so it's kind of like uh, this. It's very much similar to Kipsy Saloon to the Dutch Hall, and the fact that it seems to kind of like once once the place becomes a place where something's going on, the people that want to do that thing just start showing up. That's how it was for us, at least. Uh, is that kind of like how it goes? The auditions. I mean, I've had people play that don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we had lots of people not come back. Yeah. <laughs> but every once in a while they stick, right? Like, I mean, it's uh, it's just nice. Like, you didn't know each other before. Then you met through your wives, right? Yeah. We and met through a jam. Like, we were right here in the bar playing together when we met. Pretty yeah. Much. And uh, then you just it just kind of clicks. And then the Down other... by the River was the tune, actually. Oh, really? It's our songs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we dance to it, but we never play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so do, do you guys uh, it is nice and slow it's got a really nice group so how long have you been playing in bands for then like Jay you, you, how long have you been doing this sort of thing for have you been always in, into it or is it I've something you picked up later in the month into it but never has done it oh, oh yeah so when yeah, did I you was drive, we were my wife and I were on a drive somewhere and all of a sudden I got really sad we were going to Indiana this must have been about five years ago before I turned 40 Oh, right, right. And uh, I got really sad on the drive, and she said, what's wrong? And I was like, I just realized something. You're never going to be a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you decided, well, that's a, that's a, it's so similar, because that, that 40 messes with you, right? Yeah. Like, it, it's going to mess with you someday, Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Chad. Uh, Not no? for a long time. <laughs> well, no, maybe it won't, maybe it won't, because he's doing it now, right? Like, it's only once you've, once you've lived a life where you're kind of like, uh, you know, you're doing all the right things and everything. You're taking care of what you need to take care of, but you're like, you know, you're, uh, you, you feel like you haven't lived at all, right? And then there's something inside of you that's kind of like just trying to get out, or like you just feel like you haven't scratched that itch or something. Yeah. And you go like half of your life and you haven't done anything about it, and you feel yeah, pretty. Yeah, no, shitty. it was like that for me. I, I then I thought, well, why not? I can probably yeah. start it. And I met another guitar player. Right. And uh, we started a band together, and it's just sort of. And I remember playing at first and just being so overwhelmed by the fact that I was actually doing it that I lost my train of thought completely in the middle of the song. <laughs> really? And, uh, yeah, but that was only, I've only been doing this for three, four years now. Like, oh, yeah. like four years ago, I couldn't play and sing at the same time, really. Is that right? That's crazy. Oh, my wife's saying I'm wrong and saying all the wrong things, so. Well, you know what? <laughs> she is your That's PR your manager. <laughs> That's why I didn't bring mine. <laughs> <laughs> Us too. There's no place for for our wives on this tour. <laughs> My wife gave gave me what was like she gave me a little bag. It's kind of keep it in your pants bag is what I think it was. She called it a care package, right? <laughs> but I think it was more of it. It had it had a speculant cookies. You know what they are? The Dutch cookies. They're like windmill cookies. Oh yeah. <laughs> had a whole box of those and uh, some ketchup Doritos. Oh. oh. Nice. Tums. She loves you. And, uh, that's, a, that's a care package. She's caring for your yeah, package while you're on the road there. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to feel terrible when, I, when I'm when i with all those groupies later. Right? Feel such that's how I was feeling when I was going down that road. I was feeling terrible. <laughs> that's the one thing. When you pick up music later in life, uh, that the the groupies, like the the all the uh, ladies that come from music, don't get to come your way, right? It's one of the advantages of being a rock star is getting tons of women, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. that, that's a question for you, actually. Isn't that, it sounds yeah. like it's a question for Paul, based on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play a black. I can't play nothing. Right, but if you were a rock, star, if you think of a rock star fantasy in your head, Paul, you think of a rock star fantasy. 
doesn't it involve women at all? Like well, there's a little bit of pussy in there. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, isn't it? What it's supposed to be. There's three things. Yeah. You can't do it. You know, my wife and I are going to have a nice romantic day out after the show. You know, we were maybe going to go to dinner and talk about the kids. <laughs> and if I can stay awake long enough, I can maybe muscle one through. <laughs> that's, that's not exactly the same rock fantasy. Like, I can sing a song all I want, but I can't. I can never live that part of it up, you know what I mean? But in my head. We got the bus, Pete. We're halfway we the there. Yeah. yeah, we got the bus. All Dave's got to do is put on lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all you need. Red yeah. <laughs> Red, bright, cherry red lipstick, cherries. It'd be irresistible. Wow. Anyway, so we'll go back. If you guys got one more you could show, you could play for us? Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure what it is, but... <laughs> well, I think that's good. We can cut it out if it sucks. Deal. So, okay, so the hesitation here comes from the three of us. Well, Jay more sings more than the rest of us do, but the, we, we don't do a lot of the singing, so the problem is most of the original songs are sung by people that aren't present oh, right. at the present time. Uh, so we're going to muster through this one quickly. Is there a story behind this one, Jay? Uh, well, Chad wrote the music to this, and then uh, I wrote this sitting in the Tim Hortons parking lot waiting for my kids to finish karate. So. <laughs> it's deep. It's deep. It's deep. three people in your band how did you run across those three guys uh we played every year um another band i was in would play uh the mono's big day every year we have a town run festival that's not actually run by the municipality but it's put on as a grassroots thing by the community oh, yeah. so it's uh you know um all local artisans uh all uh 
uh, local restaurants, local farmers, uh, and there's a silent auction, and we get the money to a local charity. Yeah. And uh, every year for a few years now, or every other year, uh, and bands from the area played. Right, right. And so uh, we played, and they played, and it was one of my first gigs, actually. I was playing here in, in town, and our local festival always rings every time. Except <laughs> yeah. last and, year. Uh, last year we yeah, so that was, was good. that was Mark and Jen Payne, That's right. and they're a married couple that play in our band, and then also with a mono. Yeah, right, right, right around the corner. Mando wow. player and uh, key player, keys player, yeah. and uh, and our accordion, accordion right? And yeah, yeah, both of them, both of them. And then the, I didn't know your bass player, right? Yeah, right. the mysterious final member of our band was uh, linked up with us through a local music store in town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking for a bass player. Hard music. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like a he's a beast, right? <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's a, you nailed yeah. it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, he just hammers it out, right? Like, he's a real, I, I really enjoyed watching him on the last show that I watched you guys at. I watched you open for Cattle at Kipsy Saloon last time. It was a great show. Oh, it was a great night. It was really yeah. good. That's Thanks, where it could yeah. be the inspiration to come and play in here because it's a great spot. How, now, you have this Kipsy Saloon. It's very similar to the Dutch Hall in a lot of ways. Um, and you, you host events here all the time like I always see you're doing something you're up to something well I try and get uh, talent out that's much better than me to you know, press <laughs> sorry. the company accept it's right <laughs> <laughs> sorry to ruin the streak you know? <laughs> I don't know some of those lyrics <laughs> yeah. that was awesome man. it's not easy to write a, a, a nice dick joke you know <laughs> sometimes the simplest ones are the most complex Weeks and months sometimes of pondering how to end a, a dick joke. A dick joke, yeah. <laughs> and just go with the dirtiest word you can think of. You know that Eduardo was clean till the very end. It could have been a clean song, and I had to ruin it at the very end. I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't do it. That's an aside, sorry. So um, so I, I wanted to say, you're having all these events down here, and uh, your kids, you got two kids, right? And uh, how do they, what do they think of you, you know? Like, what do they think when, when there's a big van pulling in and all the uh, stuff that you, or the big... Well, my you know, youngest did ask why I brought these people here in that big van, <laughs> big truck or whatever, you know, yeah. tour bus. Yeah, no, I don't, an interesting you have to thing. ask them. I think... Uh, are they the same as you? Are they artistic like you? Like, are they, like, uh, musically inclined? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? And you're because because you're, Aaron, Aaron, your wife is also musically inclined. Oh, yes, she's gonna yes. be treating this lady yes. to a, to a, yes. to a, yes. to a ukulele. Right? Very humble though, right? Yes. yes. So your kids have no choice but to get good it, at it, right? Yeah. Right? There's not one of them that like rejects it. as like music sucks. I just want to play hockey. No, but, no, <laughs> but they, you know, they would if they could. One of them for sure. Play hockey, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So. But, yeah, you know, we, do have, we do have, I was going to say, we do have lots of people come and play here, and we do have, like, right behind me, I mean, this is an incredible music community, this whole area, there's so so much, like, it's such a, you know, well, wealth think... of, of music in this in these hills right here, I mean, and right behind us is there, the Shanks, uh, lead singer from the Shanks is right behind us, which is, uh, oh, yeah? you know, sort of top 30 in Germany, uh, Really, Germany? Hey, we're big in Germany too. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> we're they're like the they're our biggest European audience is Germany. Poland. Well, Poland, we're Poland. on the charts. Poland. We're on the charts in Germany. Charts. <laughs> but in Germany, we're we're actually more listeners in Germany than Poland. But in Poland, something. we're we're really? on the charts. But that's true. <laughs> that's very weird. Cool. But you know, I think it's not. I think you're a little bit humble in the fa or or I think that by you ha making yourself available to that music that's in the area i think you find it and that's why you realize there's so much good stuff around you and if uh i think that the, the, the same is true i think if you're looking for it you can notice that almost in any of the cranny in the in the country you find a lot of these great artists that have just been toiling away i i often think like some of the best artists that you'll see in life like the best musician that's ever been has never been heard by anyone or just like his friends and family you know like the funniest comedians never told a joke on stage. You know what I mean? Like the, it's a shame that sometimes these great talents get lost in the fact that they don't make the dream seem accessible or it seems so silly that you'd waste your time doing something that's not for a financial reason or, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Definitely. You know, and I think that uh, by leaving yourself open to it, then everyone will, those people will kind of like 
gravitate towards you. And then, then you end up getting a better and better music scene or a better art scene in general because you're all just kind of open to the idea of making yourself better, right? Would you disagree? Absolutely. Because yeah. yeah. with you guys, I think, because you're so eclectic, you have like, the, like you can e easily see your influences from all sorts of, you know, different the roots of music and, you know, like you go from country to pop to some, you sang a 50s song that I saw, or a 60s song. Yeah, yeah. That I hadn't heard in ages that it was just Five like. Five O'Clock World does. Five O'Clock World, yeah, right. Yeah. That was, a, that was just like, a, it was, it was like so refreshing to hear it because I hadn't heard it in so long, right? But I'm saying you're so eclectic and you, but the fact that you're sitting in that room, when you look at all the, what you're doing together and how you guys look as a group together. It's clear that um, that the the music brought you together more so than like the, your friends with each other that started a band, you know. Yeah, and the friendship definitely came after. Came after the music, right? Definitely, yeah. And but I, I think, think, oh sorry. And I think that's probably what's why what, you know that's what, that's what makes it kind of cool though because you can see that commonality that makes you good together. Yeah, and the different coming from different backgrounds is definitely our strength as a band too. Yeah, right. Because you, know? you everyone brings something different to the table, and then it turns into this loco mono thing. Yeah, and was Five O'clock World your idea? Uh, yeah, I've been playing that song for a couple of years. Uh, just a cool tune. I, you know, I was watching the Drew Carey show and I heard it and I was like, oh, this is a cool, because like it's sort of a forgotten gem, you know? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it was one of those things, it was like a gift, you know? It was like something that had been forgotten in the recesses of my brain oh, that I was just yeah. able to bring back. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And Chad, I remember at the last show when I saw you, you, uh, you debuted a few of your own songs that you wrote, right? And it was kind of your debut. Right, that like as as our show before this show was our debut. Yeah, absolutely. Was Cattle yeah, was a debut of a few of the some, new songs. Yeah, we played a couple of them before, but I, I um, I've played for years, but never ever sang. And, right. and these guys are finally forcing me to <laughs> sing. Yeah. Like, like tooth and nail forcing me to sing, and I'm starting to do it more, and I'm starting to get a bit more comfortable with it. it doesn't sound as good as I think it does, but. But um, so yeah, in a sense, the, it's a not lot about, of these songs, yeah. a lot of these songs are firsts for me yeah. to bring out, which is kind of neat. Are you oh, are you very critical of yourself? Like, do you, I don't I don't think so. you don't think so? Will you listen to yourself? Like, if you record yourself, will you listen to yourself? Oh again? yeah, absolutely. You will. Make it in the mirror. Funny you brought that up because that's the only time. Yeah. <laughs> naked in the mirror or naked in the hot tub. I'll, yeah. I'll record. It's the name songs. of his next song, actually. Oh, naked in the hot naked tub. Naked in the hot tub. Naked in the hot tub. Eduardo. Yeah, this is really turning out to be a show. Where are we at, Paul? You know Forty. What? All right. You know what I mean? I think that you think we should uh, do. Uh, would you mind playing a game called uh, Weird Facts? Yeah. If we let the band back in, and then we'll oh, we'll close great. with the weird facts, and then we'll uh, close out the show. Woo! Awesome. Woo! Well, welcome back, Woo! back to our listeners. So we can do a Weird facts. Nocturnal. Showing it's bright. Steve, you okay? Steve, is that your first first time with that guitar in your hand? I'm sorry. Oh. Paul, you know what? I'm gonna bust Paul on this. Yeah, fucking weird. Yeah. It's true. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's just. Thank you, Manny. Oh, V. Hannah. <laughs> so we like to close our show uh, with a little segment we call Weird Facts. Weird. weird facts. Yeah. All right, so I have here in my hand a number of weird facts. The first one is. Are we playing the game? No, it's no game. It's, you want to play a game and say if it's true or false? Because they're all true. I'm telling you the weird facts. False! False! I think I'm going to win. False! 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 First fact. Paul Van Dyke has been trying to get Steve the reluctant German and loses mind since for some time. True! 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 He's been slowly needling at Steve until Steve eventually stands up to Paul and it becomes a classic encounter. And Paul, all of a sudden, uh, you were in Paul's respect by standing up to him in a bloody battle. In a bloody battle. But you need to get him a good, you need to get him a nice sweater. Yeah. yeah. A red one. 
swear. Eduardo. Did you know that he's doing that to you? I'm telling you right now, because I told him today, I said, have you thought of it from Steve's perspective before? And he said he never had. He never thought that he might be putting you through hell in order to bring you to the point where you where you, where you uh, confront Paul. I'm asking you, did you know this was going on? Well, you see, I've watched this man walk rip apart a VHS tape with his bare hands. Right. It's yeah. frightening. He has, like, trash compactor hands. Yeah, yeah. You don't factor that in, Paul. You don't factor that in when you're when you're trying to make the guy crazy. You don't factor him in that he's maybe terrified of the fact that you're an animal. I want to see all of I think it's detrimental to the show. And so here we go. This is another one. Did you know that? This is a weird fact. Holding money in your hand reduces stress and pain. That is a true thing. Just holding money in your hand is proven to... I don't know. What? I don't know. Oh, I imagine. Does the amount count? Yeah. If you hold your hand full of diamonds, it doesn't count. Yeah, you put a grand in my hand, I feel nothing. It's like, hey, that's heavy and awesome. I do have a bill of bills. Yeah, one of us. The Beatles. The Beatles refuse. Wow, Loud in here. The Beatles would refuse to play at American concerts where audiences were segregated. True. And they wrote that in their contracts. Oh. That is true. Okay. Yeah, the Beatles were not racist. I always thought the Beatles were racist. Am I the only one? No, no. The Beatles were racist. Whales? I always thought the Beatles were racist. Beatles, they're racist. They're shittles, not whales. No. Oh, it takes the average McDonald's employee seven months to earn what a CEO makes in an hour. The average CEO makes in an hour. That's a true fact. That is a true fact. McDonald's facts. Yes. Fucking weird. That is why Bernie Sanders is actually doing something right now. Is it? Because inequity is too great. Anyways. In 2010, a Canadian man rescued a newborn baby from a dumpster, only to find out that he was the father of that baby. Oh! Oh, true. No, yeah. true. Talk about disappointing, too. Did you say Canada? Was that in Canada? Yeah, no, Canada. that's Florida. That well, it sounds like Florida, but it said, it said Canada. It was a Canadian Florida. Yeah. Like Florida. So imagine you find a baby, you're like a hero. And then you find out you have to take care of it for the rest of its life. And you're like, ah. Oh. But what are you supposed to do? You know, it's, it's possible to die of a broken heart. It's a condition called stress cardiomyopathy. You could die of a broken heart. Which I almost that did bitch. when we lost after the mustache show. Because it was a terrible disappointment. Yeah, yeah, that's when you know she really died. Johnny, yeah. Johnny oh, Cash. Goodness. How did you survive that? Yeah. It was uh, disgusting. Look on uh, YouTube. Uh, your mind spends about 70% of its time replaying memories and creating scenarios about perfect moments. Oh, I thought that was just pussy. That's right. That's what? true. So we, we spend 70% of our brain's activity just imagining a perfect scenario, which would include pussy, in the roster. Every time. Every time. This is uh, one for you lovers in the crowd. The brain overlooks the flaws of the person you are in love with, and it makes you harder to leave them after they've hurt you. So Chris, you're looking at your beautiful wife right now, oh. and you know you love her, but you can't see what's wrong with her, you know? You can't. So is it just now knowing that there might be something wrong with her and you can't see it because you're in love with her? Does that find the seed in your head that there might be something wrong with her? Oh, I don't know. Don't put that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to send a little mouse in his ear. That's right. That's right. I, there's nothing wrong with her. I can't see anything wrong with her, Chris. I'm not even in love with her, but I think there's nothing wrong with her. I, I can see. Maybe I'm in love with her. Because I don't see anything wrong with her. 
Sonny suggests that unmade beds are healthier for us than newly made beds. It's a waste of time. I never make my bed. You don't make your bed because it's unhealthy. And bed bugs actually have a hard time surviving in an unmade bed. Making your beds is only for when company comes around. So just like those stupid pillows. Barely even then. No, I wouldn't even make it for company. You see, you're going to make it for company. Yeah. Woo! Shut the door, you're done. I didn't want to Well, you know what, guys? I want to thank you once again for just having me down here at Gipsy Saloon. And if I can invite the boys from Locomono to join the boys from Nocturnal Emissions. We'd like to thank everyone that's come out to watch us today. Like to stick around for some live music, we will be playing afterwards. Uh, otherwise, if you guys would like to reach out to me, you can reach out to me at live from the Dutch Hall gmail.com. You can follow me on, on Twitter, Instagram, you can like me on Facebook, and you can reach out to me in any of those ways to give me some feedback. And uh, we're going to close the show with uh, the super band. Not since the Super Band Asia have we had two <laughs> had such a collection of talent. And uh, what are you gonna end with the weight boys? So until next time, we will uh, see you in T. See you next Thursday. See you in T.